Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes returned to the Sanguine Spear in time to implicate Jackson as a mutineer and save Billy from the wrath of Shark Tusks. Seeing the captain's suspicions as an opportunity, Ari sabotaged the cargo hold and planted evidence against Two-Toed Ping, who once showed the party he had two extra toes. Let's find out what happens the following morning as we queue up for more heroic dungeons and dragons. The sun starts to rise. You are, um, you, it's like you did sleep at blood sail keep and then you got on the boat and went right back to sleep again so you got a lot of sleep yesterday so typically at this point you would be toward the end of your like long rest cycle but actually you do have some more time in your day um before you must take a rest so at this point um you know you're free to you said you you said that with your letter you wanted to do something in the crew quarters so um what would end up happening is as the sun starts to rise and as the shift change starts uh, let's see. Um, the humans would be asleep still. Uh, Tilber, I think, has breakfast duty, so he would go up to the galley with Billy. The captain would be on his way up to take watch, so he would be on the bow. Um, Butch and Ari are, I think, probably still asleep in the crew quarters. Yes. You would be on your way down down at this point I imagine and it's getting to be the it's getting actually it's getting to be where Tisha would be headed toward um, the cargo hold so then at this point I guess Falkus you enter the crew quarters and um, when you get in there you see all that stuff uh, Tilber, Tisha and Billy are already all out to start their day um, and Tisha leaves to go downstairs Okay. Um, I'll head into the crew quarters. Um, I'll wait for Tutoping Ping and Stinky Pete and Lumpaul, all the rest of them to leave. I'm assuming Ari and Butch will kind of lag behind a second or two. I'm still sleeping. Um, no, the, everyone else who's currently in the crew quarters is here and asleep. And then it's really not long after you walk in. Like, you would only have maybe a moment to do anything that you're trying to do before everyone wakes up, before immediately you hear from downstairs the voice of a female elf shouting, Sabotage! Sabot the powder's been destroyed! There's the Weapons are... Get the cap! Someone get the captain! Oh! Yeah, at this point, I'm waking up, too. Yeah, this would wake up. It's loud, it's like, it's loud, but also she's, like, stomping up the stairs, and she's banging on the walls, and, like, it... Uh, what? Huh? And everyone kind of wakes what? up. Um, the humans in Lumpal, actually, as soon as all this happens, they would get up and start yeah, they would get up and start to um, all run downstairs. Downstairs? 
Well, they would no, yeah, that makes it. They would run out into the like into the main area, seeing Tisha, who's shouting that something bad has happened. They wouldn't have made it downstairs yet. If they would have looked at me at all, I'm gonna look like I'm very groggy, like I just got off my shift, and so that's why I'm not as alert or as quick to run behind them as everybody else is. I uh, get up out of bed, go into the uh, the kind of kind of main area outside the crew quarters, and uh, I, I haven't put my boots on. I and uh, just I'm just kind of scratching my my belly. Going, was was what? What? I'm gonna what? give a look to Ari and go. Did you good? I'll just kind of sleepily nod as I walk out the like, nod like waved in my hand at her like yeah 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 and I'm still tired so walk out the door, sleepy. Awesome. I'm gonna take this opportunity being alone in the crew quarters now and I'm going to slip the letter into um, Two Toed Ping's things. Um, because he was the one who was brought on the crew by Jackson, and my letter is basically written in a way like it's from Jackson to Tutoed Ping. Okay. Does it say anything specific? Yes. Yeah, so it's basically outlining the fact that they are uh, between Tutoed Ping, uh, Stinky Pete, and you know them being all the humans that they are definitely far superior than the rest of the, the crew here. However, you know. It's, uh, even though the even though our fourth is is not human, uh, having them on our side is definitely a benefit since they are so powerful. But uh, they um, we have to just put up with him anyway, even though he's not human and like us, and uh, just kind of basically implicating a fourth person besides Pete, Ping, and Jackson. Okay. Uh, leaning into the whole like, oh yeah, you know the the okay, that makes sense. In fact, um, a little you, like you know, like a much more powerful force, but not mentioning any names. Okay, are you you're slipping it into his equipment? Um, are you hiding it very carefully? Um, is it going to be like kind of on top of everything? Like, how are you putting it away? It would be. Does he have like a spare pair of boots, like something you can put it in where it's not overly hidden, but also we can like diary style hidden, but not hidden enough where like if somebody were to turn down their bunk to find like, like, you know, you turn down somebody's room, you're going to find their diary, but it's still going to be hidden because mm-hmm. you don't want people to find it. You know what I mean? It's going to be kind of like that. So maybe like I already said, like in a spare pair of boots or something like that, where somebody wouldn't look for something like that. Okay. Um, roll an investigation check to find like the appropriate hiding space. Focus rolled a sixteen. Uh, that's actually the only number you're permitted to roll all game, as it turns <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. Um, you find there's like he's got like packs and he's got boots and he's got all that kind of stuff. Um, and you find that there's a um. A section in one of his packs that has like, you know, the inside the main bag zipper that like you can stash some stuff in. Um, you shove it in there thinking that, okay, well, if anyone worth their salt actually checks carefully, they're going to find this and it's going to make sense that this was hidden such that it wouldn't be easily found. Okay, that makes sense. Perfect. Um, okay, while you're doing that, the, the rest of the crew, including the captain and the first mate and everybody are on their way down to the cargo hold. 
I'm gonna stagger kind of like my way out like I being that I was like just got off shift so I'm probably very tired and everybody ran out and I was just like kind of dazed just to kind of hold myself behind but now I'm gonna kind of saunter uh, catch up to everybody okay um, everyone is kind of on the steps and Tisha is standing in the middle of the space in the hold kind of surrounded by all of the disaster that Ari created and she's saying you know don't come down don't come down because it's like there's footprints everywhere there, there, you know there's stuff going on here um, some of the crew have like the whole crew is on the steps um, the, the captain is here and he looks like he's like barely holding it together as far as he's got this fury in his eyes and um he looks out at Tisha and says so what you found it like this and she says yeah look it's just now I just started my shift this is clearly sabotage like look here and here and she points to um the boxes that have been overturned and all the weapons that are everywhere and the powder is like she points out the soaked powder and everything else um this was not done accidentally. Like, there's no way that it was just a bad wave that knocked a bunch of stuff over. Like, this is this is much more serious. Um, and and look, and she points out the footprints that Ari left. Um, Ari, your role was such that um, they were apparent without being. They didn't look staged. Like, it, it was a good job. She says, look, they, they left footprints here. Like, who would do something this stupid? The captain kind of looks over everything, uh, takes some notice of the ones with the extra toe marks, and you swear for a minute his eyes just get more bloodshot, and he's like fists clench in anger, and he, gr- he like growls, and he turns to Ping, and he just says, Ping! And he grabs him by, like, the front of his shirt, like under his throat kind of area. Um and just starts dragging him up the steps. Uh-oh. I will dodge out of the way. Same. I want I suck my belly in. You follow the captain. Uh oh, do you follow the captain? Yeah. I'm invested. Okay. You follow the captain up as he goes up the stairs. Uh he kicks in the door. Uh, to like the 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 crew common area, and then just turns and keeps walking up to the main deck. Um, the whole way, Ping is being dragged, and he's like struggling, and he's kicking, and he's saying, "Put me down! This is I didn't do this. You're out of your mind!" And as he's kicking, he's like leaving soot marks from his dirty feet on the walls. And most of the rest of the crew is following him up and it, they're seeing the foot marks that he's leaving and they see how dirty at the bottom of his feet are because it's like very clear at this point the way he's being like you're following somebody who's being dragged by their top up the stairs like the bottoms of their feet are very apparent and as soon as the huge orc gets up to the main deck he just throws him out into the ocean No, none of the crew is offering any kind of everyone's like like confused but only confused so much as they didn't know why this happened but no one's offering any kind of protest um, everyone's just sort of following and watching the show and not sure what's happening and what's what to do next but no one's telling the captain hey don't do this I'm mirroring everybody else's shocked uh, 
appearances. Me as well, but I'm c- kind of mum- muttering to no one in particular. Why? Why would? Why would someone? Why would someone take our armaments away? Why would someone do that? The captain turns to you and says, "Find out." Oh. Uh. So. So he says that to everyone, I'm assuming. That's a general comment, right? Yeah, Butch is, I think, in the crowd and is saying that. um, Search his things! I'll just, like, yell out, like, how to, like, search search the quarters. Turn over everything. At this point, I'm going to turn to go down the stairs, and seeing as how you just let us know that the feet prints are on the ceiling and walls, I'm assuming we might see feet prints on the stairs as well. Roll a perception check. It's a 16. Perception. It's an eight. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense that that would be the case, but the, like, this is a high trafficked area okay. of the ship. And it's, it's obvious when there's a footprint four feet up the wall. It's less okay. obvious when it's on the stairs where people have been walking the whole time. Okay. Let's go search the crew quarters. All right. Well, uh, let, let, let's head down there. But ho- hopefully it's not just the three of us. Um, so uh, would Tisha? No, Tisha would be like putting herself forward to lead this because this is part of her whole bag. Okay. Okay. I'm just kind of standing at the door because I, I um, look absolutely perplexed. Yeah, I'll be standing there too with them, assuming at this point there's also Lumpaw and Tilber uh, somewhere who I'd be standing like with or near to. Uh, so Tilber wouldn't be. Tilber, as soon as like orders were given and the, the, the bad thing happened, he would have gone with Billy back to, like, Billy would have been like, come on, it's our, come on, we gotta get up into the, we gotta make everybody breakfast. And, like, would have made, there would have made their way back into the kitchen. Um, the okay. rest of the crew is kind of mingling around in the same way that, um, in the same way that Butch is. So now, who is looking for, actually, I'll roll I'd say for Tisha. <laughs> Okay. What is Tisha see? Uh, I'll, I'll Tisha's help, out for blood. I'll help search through Stinky Pete's, knowing that I left a letter in Two Toad Ping's things, which thankfully he was the one who was thrown overboard. Um, so again, a situation where he can't discount the fact that it's in his things. Um, I'll be helping dig through Stinky Pete's things, um, and if I find anything that might I, I want to be looking for anything that might um, I don't know I'm mean, just like thinking of something that would that I could twist and throw more shade uh, roll roll an investigation check as you're digging through his stuff nope didn't see nothing okay. roll one for a six yep no it's just equipment um, really nothing to be surprised by here. Okay. Tisha rolled a 13 for her investigation check into Ping's equipment, which is less than Falkus's 16 for his investigation check to find a good, hi- a, a believable hiding space. 
I would say that Tisha is not able to find the letter. Um, it was hidden too carefully. I'm gonna I'm gonna see here if she's searching through like the backpack. And it's like, hey, check. Um, make sure you check between. Um... No, that's gonna be bad. No, I'm not gonna say anything. I will have come in after Falcus and be like, I'm here to help, not knowing what Tisha had searched. And so I start looking through Pete's stuff, not knowing where I'm look like what I'm looking for. I'll give But I'll, I have a feeling I should be looking for something. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Ari like the look of like the like the, the hard eye and the like the bag. The bag. The bag. The bag. <laughs> like with my eye. Okay. Not knowing exactly the exact spot where Falcas put it. But you do know that, oh, they're, like he planted it in this bag. And you kind of know that what you're looking for is a letter anyway, because he told you before you were going to be looking for that. Roll an investigation check with advantage. 18. Okay. Yeah, you're able to find it very easily. Um, the, like Everyone's kind of... The three of you, um, uh, Ari, Falcus, and Tisha, are going through all the stuff, looking for... And she's going... I mean, I don't know why you suggested we should look in their equipment because whatever his beef was, he was probably pissed off that, you know, the captain killed his buddy or something like they were friends anyway. So I, I figure that's got to be the reason. And then as you're saying all that, Ari is like, well, is this it? And like you pull out a rolled up letter um, that you then I suppose like either read out loud or hand to Tisha and she takes a look at it. Um, I, I imagine you do surrender it, right? Like you're not trying to. Yes, I'm just gonna like look at it and see a couple words and be like, "You probably want to read this." Time. Meanwhile, <laughs> while you guys are looking through uh, people's old boots and stuff like that, I turn to Lump Paw and say, "You reckon we're still gonna we're still gonna have grub this morning? You think that's gonna happen?" Uh, as soon as you say that, he goes. Ooh. And then he turns and goes upstairs. Ooh. Okay. Man, that's that's a good idea. And I start slowly following him. And we can swipe back to what's actually going on. Okay. Um, as soon as Tisha, she reads through the letter. She looks at you guys. Rolls up the letter and puts it like inside like uh, like the inside pocket like a breast pocket of a of the of the coat she's wearing and walks quickly out of the crew quarters she gives stinky pete the stink eye on the way by the stinky stink the stinky pete stinky pete eye and goes straight up the stairs and walks directly toward where the captain is standing on the uh, on the upper decks at this point i think i will have I kind of followed her just to see how this plays out. And since I read a snippet of the letter, I also kind of know snippet of what it says. So I'm going to follow her. Okay. Um, yeah. You see that she is speaking with him quickly and, um, you know, she, she has like this agitated look to her and she holds her, she holds four fingers up really quickly and then pulls them back. And you hear her say, you hear something to the effect of, well, it's him, and there has to be at least one more, according, according to this, anyway. I don't know, why would they just hang on? This is the dumbest thing. Why would they hang on to this? The ocean is huge. They could have just thrown it over where it's just a letter. Like, it doesn't have... God, they're so dumb. Uh, what, should, what should I do? 
and he says, Keep an eye out. I think I have... Damn it. I think I have an idea. He he finishes his conversation with Tisha, which, uh, Butch, if you're still out on deck, you would see this. Um, Ari definitely yeah. does see this. He gives you guys both a look of like, he's angry, but he's clearly still kind of eyeing you guys up um, and marches downstairs. And then in a moment, you hear the same thing that the loud like, stop, no, wait, stop. It wasn't me, man. What are you doing? And drags Stinky Pete out on deck and again, bodily just hucks him off the boat. Splash, sailing away. He's like, no, I'm man overboard. Come on now, guys. And then just in the distance, like sailing away. It's only a moment before he's gone. I stand there looking and looking scared. <laughs> I think it's a pretty natural way to be at that moment, watching everyone uh, get killed. He walks back up to Tisha, pulls her aside, and you see him speak to her very, very quietly. And then she turns and points to Falkus. Are you up on deck? Yes. And Ari is as well, right? Yep. Okay. She points to the two of you and he marches over to you and pulls the two of you aside and says, I know you saw that letter. You are ordered to keep the contents to yourself for now. I'm just going to like, this is probably a bad move, but like attention, like aye, aye, captain, like, you know, maybe trying to get him to smile. He does not smile. I'm still going to stay in that attention until he walks away because now I've committed. So. <laughs> um, at this point, what do you guys do next? Gulp. Go get some food. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go get some, some morning grub. Okay. Um, food. Meal prep is getting to be close to being finished. Um, the captain does not join for the meal, but um, Lumpaw and Tilber are present. Tisha is still downstairs picking some things up. Um, or at least that was the last time you saw her was that she was headed back downstairs um, as was uh, as was the captain. Well, I, I am plenty scared <laughs> and, and I probably act a little bit scareder than I am because uh, I, I do know what's going on, but I uh, uh, head over towards uh, towards Morning Grub, towards the galley. But first, uh, Ari, what you got, honey? I'm going to like kind of gesture so we're kind of away, f- although it's not really crew here, but just so we're kind of away a little. And I'm just be like, so we've got the humans done, but we have to figure out how to get them to turn on the captain. Like he's he's on edge. He's paranoid. He's freaked out how it is. What what can we do to to not only push him, but push him in the way that the rest of the crew is gonna help us? Cause Falcus is right. This is this is a big dude. We've seen him when we fought the Murlocs. And I know the three of us have been through a lot, but I don't know, having some extra hands I don't think would be a bad idea. Well, first of all, let's see, we've gotten rid of Jackson. We've gotten rid of two-toed 
pain. And now, and that was just Stinky Pete that went overboard, right? Yeah, they're gone. Oh, gosh. I should feel bad about that, but I, I, I don't. So who, who we have left is Tisha, that ferocious night elf downstairs. Then we've got Tilbur. We know that he likes gold, and he knows that we brought some gold for him. And then we've got Butch. I'm sorry, that's my name. Then we've got Battle Chin, Billy, uh, who still doesn't know this is a dang pirate ship. I swear I don't know what's going on. Anyway, so the captain's plenty riled up. We just gotta get him to do something that will turn the rest of the crew against him. Well... And I got a good idea about that. Okay. Other than me, I'm just going to ask you a question. Other than me, who is the most beloved person on this ship? I'm going to take a second and just kind of look at look at Butch because we just came on the ship. So the fact that that he has deemed himself the most loved uh, just makes me smile and shake my head. Um, I'm just going to nod and be like. Way to a man's heart is food. It's Billy. <laughs> That's right. And I got Billy to, uh, he, he, he's going to teach me how to make some uh, special food t- today, just after breakfast. So I'm going to be out there. And we know that the uh, captain, he's scared of a few things. He's scared of acid or, I don't know, scared. He just doesn't want it on his boat. And a fire. Where's the best place to catch a fire? That's right. Kitchens have fire. They do. So uh, I'm going to go into my uh, cooking class and see if I can't raise a ruckus. But but how do we get the the captain in there? He's he's paranoid right now. Well, he's looks like he's not taking his food into the uh, in, in, you know, the, the, the galley like the rest of us. He's having his food taken. To, to his quarters. And Billy's taking it there. What? You you just said, Han, you said you're making a special meal with Billy. Well, he's teaching me how to make some some, um, some food that will help, uh, help us down the road. Could you invite the captain? Like, just the captain? Because I feel like the captain trusts Billy. Invite the special captain? Special dinner? Just you guys? Just, just Billy and the captain? Are you and the captain? So none of the crew's there. But so he can have maybe some of the special dinner. I'm not trying to poison him. I'm trying to start a fire. But if you start, like, if the captain's not there, he might just think Billy's clumsy. Even Unless if- he's so paranoid. Maybe he's so paranoid that just the act of starting a fire will have him yelling at Billy. I think starting a fire on his boat will have him, you know, throwing people by the scruff of their neck out the, out the ship. It has to be big enough that Billy can't put it out in an instant. Like, we need to raise a ruckus about a fire so we get the captain up here. Uh, well, if Billy isn't in the room, then I can make it as big as I want. Okay. And then if the whole crew is here, if the whole crew is here, they're gonna... They've they've seen all their friends and their, all their, all their, their, their shipmates... 
being tossed overboard (gasps) like an old tuna. So, They don't want them to be next. You know the the evidence that Focus just planted? And we found we found the letters. He told Focus and me not to mention it, to keep it on the down low, because it mentions a fourth. I don't think he knows who the fourth is yet, so he wants it quiet so people aren't paranoid. But what we can do is if he comes up here and starts yelling at Billy, we can use that against him because Tish has seen it. So if we can... I think if we can sway Tish, the rest of them are going to follow no problem. Lumpaw is just a puppy in a hyena form. And Tilber's motivated by gold. So if we can get him up here yelling at Billy, casually drop the letter and have him stammering, Tish might swing. Because I'm worried about her. Letter. But I don't think she's convinced the captain's the fourth. Don't forget, I think I did tell Butch and Ari that I slipped Tilber a little bit of golden gem. So yeah. he's already... He's got a taste. I'm just... I'm worried that a fight involving the captain right now, Tish might still be by his side. If Tish is by his side, then Tish is another person we have to fight. I think it's it's now or never. Okay. All right, let's do it. And with that, I think we just go get some grub and wait for you to have your lesson. Okay. Okay. Um, and after grub... Um, Ari has um, watch duty. Watch duty. Stinky Pete can't clean up. I guess I'll uh, I'll help clean up. <laughs> I'll go into the galley and help clean up. Okay, so breakfast service goes normally with not kind of nothing extra with it, right? Um, everybody goes toward their afternoon duties and. Um, you know, a little bit of time passes before it's time to get start getting ready for lunch, at which point, um, you know, yeah, you can volunteer yourself to be, oh, yeah, no, I'll do the, the, like the lunch prep. And also that's when you'll teach me how to do the battle burger. Like that makes perfect sense. Um, when that's all happening, Billy would turn to you and he would say, man, you really think that them human fellas that the captain threw overboard were really all like that? They were I mean, they all, you know, sometimes had some some rough things to say, but I didn't think that they'd ever be the kind to to do all this. I'm just surprised is all. I I don't know why anyone would sabotage a boat that they are sailing on. That, that that's in the water right now. Don't make no sense to me neither. It it, it sure sure does you know churn my stomach to see that captain you know slicing people and throwing them overboard without a thought to anything. Uh, I I don't know what kind of people you took up with, Billy. Starting to get a little rough for my tastes, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, confidentially, between between buddies. Start, starting yeah. to get a little intense. Well, I'm just going to try to keep my nose down and uh, get my job done. And uh, to try not to get thrown overboard, I suppose. But uh, here, here let, let me show you. I, uh, I found something in that keep. Oh yeah, and uh, 
And I, then I show him my uh, bag of spices, my magic bag of spices, and he'll know exactly what that is. Oh, yeah, right away. Um, and as soon as you show it to him, well, this is great. I was worried that I actually think I am going to, well, I was going to teach you how to do it anyway, but now you're actually going to be able to cook your own food. Well, I don't think it's really going to matter because we're going to be sailing on this ship for a long time, but now you can, if it's, I got to go do some other job and you got to run kitchen service, now you're going to be able to be just as equipped as I am. That's going to be fine. Yeah, well, I, I felt I got stronger back in that keep and I, and I learned a lot and, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I gained some experience and, and uh, w- would like to... And I, I, I chose your, your job of cooking as something that I'd really like to learn more about. Well, this is great. We're going to get right away started on it. Um, he pulls out the ingredients and shows you some of his tricks for preparing things. Nice. Um, he shows you what kind of spices and, and how, like what the quantities are. And then at the end of, um, uh, as the, the, as the protein is almost done cooking, he sets the brand in the oven and just leaves it there for a few minutes. Um, and then he'll pull it out and into the top of the, the steak. And as it pulls back, it's like this really nice, like, um, it's like, a, a the letter B right for, for Billy. Um, and it's got like a paw print kind of a design that like it's inside yeah. of, um, and he plates it up with, you know, the, the vegetables and the breads and whatever else, you know, all that goes with it. Um, and he shows you how to do all this. Um, I would like for the purposes of game mechanics for everybody to add to their inventory a battle burger. Battle burger. Now, the way that this is going to work is anytime that you prepare a battle burger, you're going to equip the battle burger. And that is going to apply the well-fed buff to your character sheet. That's and then awesome. When the effect wears off, you unequip the item. You don't delete it from your inventory, but like the box next to it where you equip and unequip things, you would press that and the effect happens. And it has a little bit of text on it, but nope, that's spells. I don't want spells. So the Battle Burger is the personal recipe of Billy Battlechin Green Hops. It's seared with a brand and is served on a toasted bun. It's well-seasoned and it drips with flavor. After eating a battle burger, you may add your proficiency bonus twice to any strength-based check or saving throw, not including attack rolls. If you're already proficient with the specified roll, then this benefit replaces that proficiency. So, like, you don't get, if you're already proficient in athletics, you don't get to then also add proficiency twice. It's just you add it a maximum of twice. Um... The effect lasts for one hour, and you're considered well-fed for that time. You can only be well-fed from one thing at a time. So now we've, I've got my first buff food recipe. Because mm-hmm. I'm a cook now. <laughs> Instead of taking uh, more strength or dexterity, I took cooking. <laughs> I thought, you know, this some good, some good RP. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I think we should work together cool. on coming up with other recipes that do other things. 
this is a good first first start. I dig it. Yay! I guess cool. I can't wait to <laughs> see some of the food. other. I can't wait to see some of the other um, potential pr- professions make 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 their way to five E world. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna take some tweaking, and all of them are gonna be broken beyond belief, guaranteed. But hey, whatever's fun, right? <laughs> cool. Well, uh, <laughs> that's great, and and then. I, I'm actually really happy about that. That's that's fun. We have buff food. It's a World of Warcraft D and D. It's heroic dungeons and dragons. And dragons. <laughs> so keep in mind, um, of course, it, that that does not replace what comes with the chef feet. Anyway, you can still use the chef feet, um, but if you have a particular series of ingredients and the right time on your hands, you can also make this. Right. Well, the chef feet feet didn't include um buff food recipes um yeah there's two recipes that come with it um one of them is the treats that give you um temporary hp and one of them is the oh shoot i don't have it in front of me hang on one second did you add that no that's part of the that's that's how the chef feat works i think we talked about it one time i don't know when it was a long time ago huh yeah it's a um you can make a certain number of foods during a short rest that give extra hit points when you take a short rest and gain hit points. And you can make some foods that give temporary HP. And you're limited in how many of each thing you can make. Um, and they like they reset on certain rest conditions, but that's mm-hmm. what the chef feat comes with. The Battle Burger yes. is a Warcraft twist to that nice. feat. Yeah, I, I see that for a constitution score, there's a six. Um, no, constitution uh, score like, was your choice because you can choose to gain one point in constitution or wisdom. So you took constitution. Oh. And then there's six uses of the special food that increases how much health you get on a short rest. And then there's mm-hmm. two uses of the temporary HP uh, special treats. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. Cool. Well, I will dig into that because now I'm gonna be cooking, cooking. Um, getting back to it. Well, Billy, uh, you reckon it's uh time to start getting getting lunch going? Yeah. So, like the process of showing you how to make that would have been as part of lunch prep. So, um, like the food for the crew is basically prepared, um, but the captain is still steering clear of the galley. So at this point, you said that your plan was either to bring the food down to him and start a fire in the kitchen or to invite the captain into the, I forget what you said you wanted to do. Um, here's what I'm going to do. I am going to start a fire. I'm going to, I'm not going to magic start a fire. I'm not going to do any, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, use grease to, to start a fire. Okay. But I'm not going to, you know how it's really easy to put out a grease fire. I'm just not going to do that. Um, so, um, but, but it, it, I'm going to do that after Billy has served the, uh, the, the captain. So, 
All right, Billy. Well, uh, I'll start laying stuff out for everyone else, but uh, you gonna go make sure the captain gets his grub? Oh, yeah, for sure. He's probably downstairs in his quarters. He feels like, you know, he's trying to... I don't know what he's been doing. He's been acting weird. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, he's been killing people. I hope that's weird. Uh, Well, I'll hold things down here and I'll start setting out plates and stuff. He leans into you a little bit and he says, it's not just the killing people thing. He's been like real aggressive a lot and a lot of like, you know, he's kind of at the drop of the hat. Every time something turns around, he's getting angrier and angrier every day. Anyway, he'll pick up the food and head out of the galley. Angrier and angrier every day. Well, anyway. So I am in the galley Mm -hmm. and no one is here yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I grabbed the wrong token. My bad. (laughs) And and no one is here for the food just yet. Now, I'm going to look through the door and make sure no one's coming. And go over to the stove and get some of that grease from making those burgers. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's not too hard to start a grease fire. And I'm just going to take a, a ladle and just kind of splash it around. Okay. And it should catch fire real quick. Woof. And we just made a lot of burgers. There's plenty of grease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I mean, you don't struggle with this at all. It goes, it starts pretty quickly. The floors and the majority of the furniture in here are wood. So it... It starts, it sits there for a moment, burning the oil, and then as the wood starts to catch, it starts to spread through the kitchen slowly. Okay. Now, I'm going to, at that point, once it starts to spread, I'm going to head onto the deck. Okay. Okay. And B- Billy should like be in the office by now or wherever the captain's quarters are. Yeah, you walk out onto the um, deck and you don't see him anywhere. Yeah. Fire! Fire! There's a fire in here! Wait, I need help with a fire! So, let's see. You're yelling this. Tish is all the way downstairs. And I'm just, just for... I feel like everyone in the lower deck would hear her, would hear you. But maybe, maybe not on Tisha. So give me one second. Would you like me to roll for cacophony? Okay. So, um, Falcus, you are, you would have gone to bed at the end of the investigation in the bedroom thing. So that would have been a couple hours between breakfast and lunch. So actually you're probably toward the end of your four hour long rest meditation, right? I would think. Yeah. Okay. So then as you're waking up, you can hear Butch upstairs shouting. Um, Ari, you're on deck and this, you have a clear line of sight on everything. Um, Tilbur and Lumpaw, um, who were busy on deck as well, turn and they see all this happening. Um, Falkus, are you going up to the main deck? Yeah, I'll be I'll be woken up by the cacophony and head up deck to see what's up and see how I can help. Okay. Um, as you are going out of the crew quarters and through the main area of the below decks. And up the steps, you can see Billy is also in hot pursuit. Um, he's going to follow you up the steps and onto the deck, and he's going to see that um, he's going to see that 
there's smoke pouring out of the galley um, and is going to start pointing at like Tilber and Lumpal and actually the three of you and start ordering you to start gathering water and to get in here as we'll start a bucket brigade and we got to get moving on the, like he's taking command of the situation um, right up until uh, shark tusks come walking up uh, from the below decks area and he sees all this happening and he sees that it's the galley on fire and he says um he would say I told you about that oh I shouldn't curse on the show I told you about that stove how many times how many times and he walks over and uh well maybe tries to punch Billy in the face um, but he misses. Um, Billy is nimble in the way that Pandaren frequently are and sort of backs his head out of the way of the of the fist as it flies by. Um, and he says, I I knew there had to be one more and you're setting fire to my shit. This is what every... Uh, and he's, oh, like, he's not even coherent anymore. Like he's, his veins are popping out of his of his neck and he's got like the forehead vein and he's his fists are both like clenching and then they're unclenching and he's reaching for his axe and then he's swinging again with a punch and he reaches for his axe again like he's so angry that he's almost at a loss for what action to take um and billy is backing up and saying it weren't me i didn't set no fires to nothing i was just coming down again and like again the yelling and the screaming and at this point tilbert and lumpaw who are both carrying buckets of water um, they are splashing the water into the galley and um, oh water on an oil fire is probably a bad idea I was um, thinking that yeah, yeah that just occurred to me now maybe they have blankets that they put over it or something yeah they, they come running in with the buckets of water and see almost immediately because it would be apparent because it's all around the um, the stove area that it would probably most likely be a grease fire so they throw the buckets aside and they grab um, a whole bunch of the um like the dish towel rags and uh you know they like one of them pulls their shirt off and they're using that and they're tamping it down and it's starting to get put out um but the captain is ignoring all of that in favor of screaming at billy um he swings at him again and this time does strike him um dealing five bludgeoning damage with his big um meaty orc fist um Billy is going to say, "No, sir, it wasn't. It, 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 you have to stop. You have to, Captain. You have to calm down, Captain. You have to calm down." And is going to absolutely fail a persuasion check. Um, oh the captain gosh. is reaching for his great axe and starts just screaming, "You mutiny!" And he's he's pulling his axe out now. I'm gonna come. So, okay, before I do this. Lumpaw and Tilbert, are they watching what's happening right now? Like, they've put out the fire. Is that under control? Um, it's only been a few seconds, really. Um, he okay. did two unarmed strikes, which would be he does have multi-attacks, so that would be about six seconds. Um, and then Billy did a persuasion check, and that would have been... We're talking maybe a grand total of 30 seconds um, between when the captain came up here, started yelling, and right now. So they are in the galley doing their best to put this fire out still. Okay, so they can't see anything yet. Um, so I'm going to, like, I can see the captain's upset. I can 
uh, see the fire still going. So we're still seeing smoke billowing out, right? Yes. I'm going to yell, like, trying to snap the captain out. I got it. Um, I'm going to blow the uh, horn of silent alarm that only the captain can hear. Okay. Um, Ari, what were you doing? I was just going to, I was trying to snap the captain out. So I was going to yell, like, enough or something to get his attention. But the silent alarm might be better to try and stop him from hitting battle chin. That's what I was thinking too, is just, just something to, like you said, snap him out, or at least cause him to just give us a few more moments to get the rest of the crew up here. Um, okay. So I want Ari to roll a persuasion check with disadvantage now, because um, the captain is, like, in combat mode, basically. Falcus... I want you to roll a uh, distraction check. I don't know. Um, shoot, what makes sense for this? I rolled a twenty, by the way. Yeah, you did. I would natural. I would say wow. focus. Just a charisma check um, with again with disadvantage. Ugh. I rolled a. Dirty 20 and a natural 20, so... Yeah, that's... Dirty that's, 20 it is. Those are good. <laughs> Broke the 16 streak. Okay. A 7 on the disadvantage. Okay. Um, you blow the horn, and you see the captain, like, wince from hearing it, but otherwise doesn't stop in his advance toward Billy. And then Ari, her voice almost... Um, booming almost from her position in the forward section of the ship the power of her like her the bardic force of her her um you know magic sort of pushing a little extra into this persuasion um yelling at him to stop and to to back down stops him in his tracks just long enough for him to turn and look at ari and he is so furious like he's all the way at an 11 his eyes are like they're so bloodshot that you can see like much more red than white at this point his hand is like trembling where it's holding his axe um he's sweating like he is absolutely out of control and he starts to stomp up the stairs toward ari where um he points the like it's a two-handed battle axe like it's a two-handed weapon he's holding it in one hand and he's pointing up at ari and he says you do not give me order and then as soon as he's yelling orders um billy is going to do an unarmed strike and hit with a natural 20 what the captain the captain as he's walking he away, away and as he's attack as he's like getting like rearing up to attack Ari he he changes it to auto roll damage and crit because for some reason half of my NPCs don't do that okay um the captain takes some damage okay and oh my god this is bananas suddenly you see the captain stop walking He's marching up the steps, but as soon as Billy walks forward, he doesn't punch necessarily. He takes like two fingers and pokes the captain on the back of the head, and the captain stops walking. Um, And in fact, he still has his arm outstretched like this, and you still see his face is tied up in that like angry, 
rictus, I think, is a word to use to describe this, I think. Um, but he's standing perfectly still. And was it Quaking Palm? Um, no, Billy, it's similar to Quaking Palm. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a similar ability, yeah. It's a Vulcan neck, right? Kind of. <laughs> um, at this point, that's another, that's going to be probably another 12 seconds between his turn and then the the duration of the stun and everything else. Um, so now it's been not quite a minute. Um, you can see that at this point, Tilber and Lumpall have come out of the um, have come out of the galley and are seeing the captain weapon out and Billy like right up behind him trying to talk him down still. Um, Tisha's nowhere to be found, but everyone okay, else is fine. on the decks. I I look at Lumpall and Tilbert and go, the, the captain's going crazy. Is, is that far out? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 under control. What what's going on out here? Well, it was just a small fire, right? The the, the captain, what? I, I don't I don't know. He saw a fire and he 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 lost his mind and took a swing at, at Billy. And now he's after Ari. I don't I don't get it. He's. I'm gonna. Oh, go on. He's told. Uh, he's he's told Mr. Battlechin to be careful with the stove before, but I mean, I I don't know either. It doesn't make any sense. He's going to kill all of us. He's throwing people off board left and right. This has got to stop. What? How many people is going to kill today? I'm going to chime in at this point because Tish isn't here, but Tilbur and Lumpaw need to know this. So I'm going to chime in. Um, I'm going to say it's because the captain's against you. He sent us on the island, but if we weren't here, who do you think he would have sent? Falcus and I saw a letter. We know what it said. The humans were plotting against you. They had a fourth. Who else would it be? He's trying to get rid of everyone. As this all goes, as all this happens, the captain shakes off the stun and turns around and looks at Billy again. While, like, and he's turning, like, as if to attack. I would like somebody to roll a persuasion check with advantage because you are getting help from your other teammates. I have a plus seven. Go for it. And this is, to be clear, this is a persuasion to the crew members that, like, the captain is the problem here. Okay. A 19 and a 14, so a 19. Okay, I think a 19 is going to be enough. um, Particularly the part about weight. Yeah, that's right. You said that it was, like, crazy dangerous there, and if it hadn't been for you guys going, it would have been us going. That's a really good point. We're not ready for that. And he looks, they look at the captain again with a completely different expression on their face. Not of, we don't, we're confused about why our leader is acting this way. And more of a look of, maybe they're right. Maybe we are in a bad spot right now. And if you guys like, we can roll for initiative for a fight against Captain Shark Tusk. Down with the captain. Things have come to a head on the Sanguine Spear. Captain Shark Tusks, enraged by the traps laid by the party, is out for blood. Our heroes have done a lot to convince the crew of the Spear that the captain has got to go. And things are looking like they're going well. 
but will the crew's loyalty to shark tusks outweigh the party's efforts in the end? And how will Tisha react to all of this? Find out next week when we queue up for more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroic dnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.